0: of the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Season 13, Episode 4, titled RuPaul Mark Channel. This is very loud. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one fascinating fat man from the podcast Pod (laughs) is... I don't write these scripts, by the way. That's a totally... Anyway,
1: from the podcast. Oh, don't. That's interesting. Well, okay.
0: From the podcast, Pod is my co-pilot. Please say Snap out of it to Taylor. <laughs> the latte boy. Hello, Taylor the Latte Boy. Uh, so who does write the scripts? I don't wanna say because of uh, you know this so we everyone here we have a producer named Luke Stamen. I'm gonna ask mm-hmm. you a question, Taylor. I'm gonna ask you a question. And I want you to be honest. I want you to be completely honest, all right? Okay. All right. In the four episodes, this is episode four, so in the past three episodes, have I said anything shitty about Luke Stamen?
1: Not that I can remember. No, fact, one time I said think. something nice about him. Remember when I talked about the looks and how he, he described mm-hmm. the looks? Yes. Yes. I, 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 I think if anything, you, you've, you've been putting him on a pedestal of sorts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then this is a guy who is my producer, right? Yeah. 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 He goes into this Discord, and he goes, look at what my friend wrote. And it's someone who goes like, sorry, Luke, I just can't listen to this show. Every time I hear Joe, he's a fucking bully. I want to fucking strangle him to death. How dare he say what he says about you? And I was like, what am I saying? Why would he post this? Why would he post this? He's like, I can't listen anymore. The way he talks about you, I just want to fucking
1: kill him and murder that motherfucker. And I'm like, well, because... I'm sure Luke has listened to the last 4 years worth of episodes and saved every time we've talked about them and edited them into one episode that he plays for his friends. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, did I did I break up your flow there? No. <laughs> I feel like you're going to rant no. and I up.
0: Yeah, she called me a bully. She's mm-hmm. a fucking bully.
1: Which is so funny <laughs> because I
0: want to talk about this. To me, A bully is someone who uses their size or their strength or their popular whatever whatever power they may have to get something out of someone, right? Oh, I might bully you Uh, a little bit.
1: Yeah, I guess that's the. I would say a bully is somebody who uses their strength or power or size to make another piece person feel bad. Well, anyway. <laughs> <by> the- <laughs> For those of you not in the current uh Google Meet that we have, there was a little bit of panic on Jeff's face.
0: <laughs> by the way, um a couple of announcements here. One, uh on Patreon you, or we I mean, know if you're on Patreon, you're going to get this, but if you're not on Patreon, uh, you just missed a fascinating half hour Taylor and I talked about, you know, he got a couple of dogs and then, uh, what happened to those dogs. We talked about, um, the Muppet movie. We mm-hmm. talked about the, the the inauguration. We talked about uh, somebody who's afraid to tell his mom he was in the gay choir. Uh, we, talked about, we talked about a bunch of different, really. That was a really good episode just between us girls. They're all good, but that yeah. one was particularly like uh, very like it was Very relaxed. Very, it yeah.
1: was very relaxed, yeah.
0: Very relaxed, casual conversation between two friends. And, um, you know, uh, but not only that, Taylor. Uh, so, by the way, just F- Patreon plug, let's get it out of the way. If you want to hear this and more oh you know what that just reminds me of something i have a message for one listener in particular one listener in particular um could somebody put it in the discord please anami harder did it uh i don't even know where he put it so because someone find it for me but um if you go, go to patreon.com slash afterthought media and join patreon but he, he he sent it to me and i don't blame him or whatever because he usually goes like, oh i hope i don't make you mad but um, someone put in one of our re- reviews, and we'll get to the iTunes reviews in a second. Someone put in the iTunes reviews, don't sign up for his Patreon. I signed up and there was no new content ever. A, there is a weird thing where ACAST, which is the service that Patreon uses to deliver the podcast sometimes. Um, thank uh-huh. you, um, uh, Hubble Pie, for doing that. Um, where where um, ACAST won't update content. And there's a very easy solution Uh, I'm going to get someone, can someone give me the name of that person? Um, you have to email me or just go to discord, leave a message somewhere. You have to somehow contact us and tell us and we'll fix the problem. But we're, as you know, Taylor, we're always putting out new content. So if you were, if you were, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you were ever a Patreon (laughs) supporter and you're like, I stopped getting content, I'm going to quit. There was a mistake. We needed to fix that. We needed to get Spotify involved and not not Spotify, Patreon involved and all these people. Um, and, uh, do that. Now, here's the deal on the update. Let me actually look at the update for today for where we are in the, um, Discord and in the l- releasing the information, you know, uh, is remember we need to get to 500 reviews to get that right now. We are at, uh, oh, we're right at 400. Okay. So we need a hundred okay. more. We need a hundred more reviews. Now, guys, here's what I learned in the past week. It's easier than you think. It's not even a link anymore, Taylor. You can. Oh, by the way, for, uh, for the person out there, it's Kieran Clern K- Keeks. Keeks. Yeah, Kieran Clern Please contact me at Jobatance at Afterthought.media, which comes with like a KKK, but okay. Uh, contact me <laughs> at, af- at Jobatance at Afterthought.media and we will fix the problem, Kieran. Let's fix that problem for you. Anyway, it's easier than you think to leave a review. You just, you know, there's no link. There's nothing. You literally open up your Apple podcast app, scroll mm-hmm. down to the show. No, find the mm-hmm. show. Scroll down to the bottom. And it says leave a review. And it, all you do, you don't have to, you don't have to write anything or type anything. You just, have to just hit the five stars. Boom. It takes half a second. Blink of an eye. It's done. And now I'm going to sweeten the pot, Taylor. And I don't even think you know this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweeten the pot. If we get to that, when we get to that 500, not only will I release the episode where I give the information, okay, a former contestant who went very far, okay, has contacted me. She's coming on the show. What? She's coming on the rumor mill. Okay. Okay. And uh, I will release that episode as well.
1: Text me. Text you what? Text me who it is. Have you left five stars? Not yet. I will have to text me the name of the person. (laughs) So uh, I need to see if it's worth my five stars. If the name of the person is worth my five stars. Mm -hmm. Well,
0: anyway, uh, she's coming (laughs) on the show. And so if you want to hear that in the feed, you got to go, all you got to do is open up your podcast app, scroll, find the show, scroll down to the bottom, hit the five stars. It's super easy. Okay. Anyway. Okay. In fact, for people listening live right now, go do it right now. Anyway, I got to text Taylor right now during the show. I'll I'll tell you during the break. I think I
1: have left a five-star.
0: Okay, whatever. All right. Uh, this week, the winning and losing queens <laughs> reunite in the workroom for the maxi challenge. The queens asked to overact in the RuPaul Mark Channel original movies directed by Ross Matthews. On the runway, the category is Trains for Days. After Simone snatches the win, Denali and Kamora face off in a lip-sync battle for their lives. In the end, Denali skates by and Kamora is told to sashay away. Taylor Vellante Boy named two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not.
1: I would say this was probably one of my favorite runways in a while. Oh, really? I I thought just about everybody was very, very strong with the runway, with the exception of a couple of people. But it was was fun to watch all of the different looks and the different interpretations of what it means to have a train. Um, I I like this new Rue Mm -hmm. in that she seems to be having more fun – particularly with the with the um, with the runway and the jokes and the laughing, it seems like she's enjoying herself a little bit more than she was before and that is mm-hmm. I feel like that makes the show more enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I did not like is I mean I uh, I just am not. I, I, I'm just really kind of digging in as far as really not being a fan of a couple of these queens Mm -hmm. and they're starting to get grating Mm -hmm. on me, Mm -hmm. particularly, uh, Candy and Tina. There's something about the two of them that I really like anytime they're on screen now, Mm -hmm. I really, I really don't like them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So that would be, that would be my thing for the week. How about you?
0: Well, I'm really angry. You took one of my things that I liked. I also agree that RuPaul is having a lot of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: RuPaul is having a lot of fun. and it's, it's It makes the show more fun. You know, when you see her in life. She, like, during the ta- – now, my, look, it's we're still early in the season. But so far, it seems she's not going to the table visits where she tries to do that gotcha. Yeah. You know? Uh, which I feel that there were, there were examples this week where she could have. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she didn't. You know? Uh, so that's fun. Uh Another thing that I liked is I had to—I don't know if I'm walking anything back. I have something negative to say about this queen later on, not super negative, it's just like a criticism, but something to point out. But I'm late to the party on this one. Denali is very cute
1: as a boy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I can. Type. She definitely seemed cuter this week than she did in her first interview. She's not my. She's not necessarily my cup of tea, but she. I can Who see is, where are she there,
0: is anybody here? Well, you really like this Joey Jade. You still? Are you still holding to that?
1: Oh yeah, no. Joey J, Joey Jade is very very cute, and I think Elliot with two T's is cute as a boy too. I think both of them are. Oh are, are, really. Are cute yeah even though the the nose is the weird little button nose type thing, there's something about Elliot that I think as a as a boy i would I would be fine with making out with him. <laughs> oh
0: really? that's interesting because I feel Elliot looks like an uh, a much uglier version than Evan Ayers, our former co-host.
1: oh, no, I don't see that at all. I don't see that at all and, and Elliot is not ugly. that's not nice to say that, so about somebody that I think is cute. <laughs> I'm going to tell
0: you something, though, and I've told this person to his face many times. I don't know what it is since leaving the show. I have been so thirsty for this Evan Ayers, which is something I never felt when he was part of Afterthought. Good. Thank God. Because I don't want to sexually harass anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> but si- but since leaving Afterthought, I don't know why I'm so fucking thirsty for Evan. I don't know what it is. Anyway. The thing I didn't like about the episode is... Um, you know, to be honest with... I mean, I could go with some little things I'll say here and there, like the writing on these skits is atrocious and blah, 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 but it's nothing to do with the queens or anything like that. I don't... They're really... And, and so far, the queens, in a negative and positive way, haven't really done anything to stand out
1: positively to me, nor negatively. I think... I, and this is something that I feel could have potentially been a um, something that I did not like is I feel like we're already seeing the winner of the season. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, th- this Simone is amazing. And I mean, I just there's something about her that is she definitely has that magnetic personality. Mm-hmm. And similar to, you know, a Bob The drag queen where it was kind of felt like it was done before anybody else walked in Mm -hmm. i feel like you know she's she's some i I feel like right now she's she's clearly the front runner Mm -hmm. and she's fun to watch however there seemed to be a little bit of cockiness there that i'm wondering if that's going to eventually trip her up but it it, there is something about this that i i just kind of feel like oh well we all we almost sort of already know who's going to win
0: hold on for a second i want to call you out on something okay taylor didn't mention this in the show someone wrote in the discord that there's joey j nudes and taylor (laughs) link please right let me tell you guys something and another patreon plug here we have a discord server and on there there is a porn decor lounge where that's where all the porn goes in the porn decor lounge yes i believe it's already been posted there in the porn decor lounge
1: Oh, has – I saw Rosé's, which I was like, well, hello.
0: Oh, by the but. way, thank you to the many, 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 many listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Who sent me nudes of that UK pit crew boy, the Brit crew bot guy. Oh, uh-huh. I just think he's so everything. He's still – I just think he's so cute. Um, All right. Uh, the winning queens are in the workroom waiting to be joined by the pork chop loading dock. Uh, Elliot hides behind a partition and surprises the queens who think they sent Elliot home. A somewhat tense standoff occurs, but when they all kiki... Then, I'm sorry, but then they all kiki and nothing comes of it. Your thoughts on this uh, opening segment here, Taylor? It's act one, if you will.
1: I, I guess... I, they've done this before where half the girls walk in and there is sort of the... Um, there, there is there is the, the, the sizing each other up and stuff. And mm-hmm. I thought that particularly the way that Tina was doing it was so not fun. I mean, I feel like in season six, we saw where they all walked in. And immediately, like, there was the quick second where they did that. And then they all kind of, hey, how's it going? And, like, you know, introduced themselves to each other, yeah. that kind of thing. Uh-huh. I remember they did it. The thing that I remember about last year when they did it, was there was a way that they that particularly Gigi, somebody asked Gigi, what are you good at? And her response was, name something. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that being that was a very quick, clever way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um this with Tina Burner immediately calling them the B squad and then where they edit they show the picture where she's yawning when one of them's talking and stuff. I just there's something about that that was just like you're trying too hard. Mm-hmm. You're trying too hard to put other people down so that you mm-hmm. will feel better about mm-hmm. yourself. Um yeah, bully. On- yeah, yeah. Um added on to that, the moment where Elliot came out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I thought she kind of had an opportunity to do something and she didn't. Um, and I thought that the, I thought that <clears throat> Tamisha like kind of really sort of knocked her down really fast where she said well why didn't you stand because no one voted for me Mm -hmm. Uh, you know was was that was again very smart very fast but it if she was trying to get people to really kind of like her i thought elliot had had an opportunity and she missed it she missed the mark as far as coming out and doing that comment that she did Of you know we have lots to talk about no we don't everybody had to vote and you got voted on calm down yeah it could have just as easily been anybody else, but they all voted for you.
0: Here's the deal. I'm not going to go for Elliot with two Ts as much as you did, who you supposedly love, is, um one, why was that random partition there? So to me, I see that partition in the background. I'm like, Chekhov's gun. I'm like, producer-driven, where they tell Elliot with two Ts, and they tell the girls, listen, why don't we have Elliot hide behind the partition before the girls walk in.
1: You should go hide behind that. that was clearly what he wished Why don't you
0: go hide behind that partition that now just suddenly appeared in the workroom, you know, right right within camera view, you know? Then she hides behind the partition. Then they come in, because here's the thing. Why would Elliot be angry with the girl? I mean, Elliot must have understood on some level that i mean they talked about it in the porch of lounge that they were in a really shitty position that they had no idea who to choose you know they yeah. didn't know anybody and it came down between utica and elliot okay and then they were like okay well they just, i mean it, it, it was it wasn't like there was no malice they didn't even know each other and you know if, and, yeah yeah but Go but ahead. Elliot even makes the point which actually gives them the cover he's like I was the last one in and they might be like, well that's probably why you went home you were the last one in
1: you know yeah um yeah last one in and Kamora and Denali knew each other so she had a, she had an in with her mm-hmm. so it does make sense so if you understand that I get where you know you may be uh, some wounded feelings but ultimately calm down uh, other than the fact that I mean a lot of the things that these girls do, they want to make for good TV and they want there to be some level of drama, Mm -hmm. you know, because then of course they show them all five seconds later. We're like season 13 and they're all doing that. We're like, you know, Elliot and Tamisha are doing the whole like, Hey, kind of thing with their hands. It's like, weren't you just fighting 14 seconds ago? But it's, you know, the whole thing just felt very contrived.
0: Here's my question to you. If it happened, why didn't they show, the fact that Lala Ri is Tamisha Iman's
1: drag daughter. Why wasn't there yeah, acknowledgement about that? But they're not mentioning this. I, I don't get that either. I was expecting there to be something there other than unless it was revealed. Because they all kind of seemed to know who was on the other side. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was revealed and it was just missed by the cameras. I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. It was very, very, very strange. Um. Now, another thing that happens there is... At one point, and I can't remember who says this, they, they call the B squad, they're like, Oh, the B squad is spicy. And I'm like, going with what you said, they walk in and the girls are just sitting there attacking them. And like and then they fight back and they're like, they're spicy. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, what? Um, not to get political. Stupid. Not to get political, but it's kind of like these Republicans right now who are like uh, we want to make crazy, crazy demands. And the Democrats go, no. And they're like, oh, I thought you were talking about unity. Where's the unity? And you're like, right. yeah, no, you're not in power anymore. Go fuck yourself.
1: Anyway, right. unity doesn't mean
0: we have to do your way. Sorry, this is not a political
1: yeah, show. It doesn't mean acquiesce everything and yeah. and just you have to sit no. yeah. yeah, I don't know.
0: It's not, this is not a political show. Sorry, Taylor. I know you wanted to turn it into a it's not. <clears throat> All right, in the workroom, both groups of queens enter united for the first time. Candy Muse makes it known that she has her eyes set on Joey J, chasing her around the table just before RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's Maxi Challenge, a RuPaul Mark Channel acting challenge. RuPaul then sorts off the queens into teams. One is a, a, a movie called Misery Loves Company that has Denali, Elliott with two T's, Kamora Hall, and Olivia Lux. B is God Loves Flags. That's with La La uh, Rosé, Simone, and Utica. And finally we have April Fools rush in with Gottmik, Joey J, Candy Muse, Tamisha Iman, and Tina Burner. Uh Once the teams are assigned, the queens look over their scripts and choose their roles. Denali frets over the number of lines she has. Candy grabs a roll of whoopee cushion, not giving the other queens a chance to take it. And Lala doesn't know how, well, Flag Day was a real holiday, and Rosé feels the pressure to match Tina's acting abilities. Your thoughts on everything that happened between Walking in and RuPaul walking in, Taylor.
1: Um, I don't necessarily remember a lot about before Ru walked in mm-hmm. and announced the channel. I think the idea of this, the Ru part, RuPaul Mark Channel, yeah, is a cute idea. It's sort of it's sort of timely with we just got through all of the stupid Christmas movies that were on the Hallmark Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole idea of. Candy, it shouldn't come as a surprise to know when the candy just announces who she's going to be and then just starts highlighting things. I thought that was sort of yeah. a gross move on her part. Yeah, but but we're not big candy muse fans here at Drag Race Recap. No. She hasn't she hasn't shown us any sort of any sort of behavior that would make her be it, a lot of these girls. I would want to spend time with. I would want to. I would want to at least you know if you said to me, you know hey, my friend, um, Lala, Rhi, and I are going to meet for coffee. Do you want to come? I would say, yeah, I'll meet you for a cup of coffee someplace and and have, want to have a conversation with them. Candy Muse is not somebody that I'd want to be around.
0: No. No.
1: no. 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 So I figure when you've got that behavior, that's just to me was just kind of gross. Um, the moment about, the, the moment with, tina burner kind of act like sort of acting very loudly and doing that. that that again feels like i'm going to make sure that everybody hears me and everybody sees me because of the amazing powerhouse that i am again we haven't seen anything that kind of blows my socks off there um uh rue coming in rue coming in and doing the, the doing the the walkthroughs i thought was was fun like you were talking we're not about there before, yet the, we're not there yet so i'm not going to talk about that what do you think about the other day <laughs>
0: Candy Muse, first of all, chasing Joey J around. As much as I want to criticize uh, Candy Muse, I'm sure that's what most people think it happens with me and Aiden all the time. if <laughs> I'm like, look at that little snack right there. I'm going to chase around the table. Oh, here I go. And then Aiden's like, I'll oh, help, you know.
1: <laughs> catch me catch me yeah.
0: catch me catch me <laughs> you know like then you know jumps and clicks his heels together as he runs away Um, by the way uh, the, the, um, last night tell, tell me you're a therapist I had I had to take a Xanax last night not last night the night before last in the middle of the night okay. I just happened to wake up at like 4.30 in the morning now Aiden my boyfriend a job where he works sometimes at like four thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we had started doing this thing where like um, um, he and I would uh, talk that early in the morning, but I would get, I would be useless on the phone and he was in a bad mood. So we were like, why are we doing this? Okay. Right. So I wake up at, we had stopped doing that a while ago. So I wake up. I just happened to wake up at the P or something. And then I grab my phone and look at something and there's a text message from him. And it says, can we talk when I get off work? I flip the fuck out. I immediately get a panic attack. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, he's breaking up with me. Right? He's breaking up with me. I mean, why would I just get a message, you know, can we talk when I get off work? That, to me, is like, you want to have a serious conversation, you know? Mm -hmm. I had to take a Xanax, Okay. Mm-hmm. And repeat to myself, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You've been through this before. You were fine. Nothing like nothing that. And then I, until I just soothed myself to, until I, I soothed myself to sleep, right? <laughs> and I texted him and I said, oh my God, I'm so scared. Please, what, if you're breaking up with me, just do it now or something like that, right? So I wake up and I look at my phone. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. No, I just meant like, I don't feel like talking in the morning if you wanted to talk. I would that was a bad mood. He said, Let's just talk after. There was nothing to worry about. I made up a story in my head that he wanted to break up with exactly. me. Exactly. Yes, he a- catastrophized. Yeah, but he apologized. He said, Yeah, that I could see how someone would think like, all of a sudden this like is a, a message.
1: I would think how a crazy person could receive this and immediately yeah. go to the worst case scenario. But Taylor, why do you keep moving your camera up, up, and because up? I- I'm trying to see the goddamn Joey J naked pictures on my Mac and I'm having problems with Safari and I'm trying to move things so that I can try to move things around. But I'm talking to you on my desk, on my laptop. So I have to keep moving the screen so I can see what's happening with the Mac. I can't see any of the Joey J pictures. It's bothering me. I understand that you're going through some sort of tragedy right now, getting text messages at 430 in the morning, but I want to see Joey J peen. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to that.
0: During the table visit, during during the table visits, RuPaul talks to Team God Loves Fags, and RuPaul, star of (laughs) star of AJ (laughs) and the Queen, explains method acting.
1: Next, (laughs) (laughs) I picked up on that. I was I knew when she did that. I'm like, there's going to be an AJ and the Queen joke (laughs) talking about this. So,
0: (laughs) 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 next. Netflix gives a second season order to any... If you piss on Netflix... There's a show called Joe peeing Against the Wall. Netflix will be like, season
1: two, right? A three-season order. There's a three-season order. Everything. After the first episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. RuPaul doesn't get a season two. Doesn't even get a season two. AJ and the Queen. (laughs) Anyway, uh, next when Rue <laughs> still thinking about AJ and the Queen, all that time I wasted watching that show. Uh... Next when Ru asks Utica if she's ever smoked weed, uh, Utica's reaction makes Ru Paul scream laugh. The next group is Team April Fools rush in. Point Ru points out Candy's short shorts. Corners Tamisha about her share knowledge and questions. Got Mick about remembering her lines. Taylor, do you have any thoughts
1: about the table visits? i do um i thought the moment with utica was funny uh i don't think it was quite as funny as rue was making it seem i mean that seemed a little forced as far as the laughing Mm -hmm. but i thought that it it showed a little bit more i didn't get utica and meet the queens and i didn't get utica on her first episode i Mm -hmm. feel like there is i'm seeing similarities to to crystal from last season, really? Where, I
0: didn't see that. Go, go ahead. Yeah,
1: not necessarily in makeup style, but as far as where the quirky, kind of weird, um, off center, off center queen that's kind of silly and, and doesn't realize how funny she is or doesn't realize how goofy she is, and um, and that seems to be something Rue is enjoying. So I, I I I'm I'm really starting to enjoy Utica more than I expected to in the beginning of the season so i'm 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 liking her what about you uh,
0: well in terms of utica she's exactly what i thought she would be one two someone wrote in the discord and i, I don't want to i think i know who it is but i don't want to say it the wrong because then if you say if i say the wrong name oh my god it almost like i don't know if this person said it and was like, okay <laughs> but i guess bob and monet on their show said that utica was like thorgy without like the jadedness that from living in new york like if Thorgy had never lived in New York and got jaded, that uh, that's Utica.
1: Okay. Yeah, I could. Say, yeah, I mean there is definitely some. but I think there's there is a physical similar. I mean they both have sort of the long faces and they're both kind of lanky lanky queens. So, I, I I don't know. I I guess yeah, but I mean I I definitely see a little bit of Crystal Method in there too.
0: Um, what a weird thing for Tamisha to say that she was a big Cher fan
1: and then know nothing about Cher. <laughs> Can you name five share songs other than Believe? Okay, I, I yeah. When, when I heard that, I'm like, I feel like we had had this conversation with Evan, or you had this conversation with Evan back with the whole that's a more a debacle of three years ago. So, name me, five share songs okay. without Believe. Other than Dark belief.
0: Lady. Mm-hmm. Wait, do Sunny and Share count? Sure. Okay, then I got You Babe, Gypsies, mm-hmm. Tramps, and Thieves. Okay. Oh, what's that disco one called?
1: But was—it was a was song of the show. But um, right. I I I I want to name five songs, and I'm gonna not name the ones that you. Oh, named. really? Um, so yeah. So, fire, that's that's one. That's one. Bang I'll, I'll, bang. I'll give it. Okay. And that's amore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So take me home. Yes, that's the name of the song. Take you're right. me home. Um just like jesse james okay uh half breed oh that's right it's a big one yeah if i could turn back time oh that's right that's that a big one too yeah and after all oh that's right when she does with peter Satara. yeah that's a great one too yeah oh also the shoop song <laughs> the shoop song yes that's a great that's a great song that's a great song that didn't get nearly as much love as it should have yeah uh all right well you know on that note taylor why don't we
0: take a break and when we come back we're gonna get right into the maxi challenge shoot and uh we'll also give you a chance to uh take a look at joey j's nude. we'll be back right after this
1: i'm looking at it right now wow
0: All right. <laughs>
1: I actually got excited. That you're gonna do it. I do it every week. What are you talking about? I know, but this has become like, this has become one of my new favorite things. <laughs> I don't know why, because you've done it for years, but there's years. just enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy you. I'm Thank sorry. You. I enjoy you. I will, I will make sure that doesn't happen again. No, you can do that.
0: Let me tell you this. So I, I forgot to mention something. I have these notes here and then I forget to mention these notes. Uh, in that workroom thing, um, when Denali – and I, I wanted to say something about Denali. She's cute, right? Mm-hmm. She has some type A issues that I think in, the, in a way that will come back to bite her in the ass.
1: Like a little type oh, A. Oh, I, I definitely – yes. She says something in Untucked that oh, I really? thought that could come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. She's like – yeah.
0: well, we saw it last week when she was like, uh, I'm the choreographer. We don't have a lot of time. i am we who, like, who, who – who, who? gave her that title and then she was like i'm gonna be the biggest role and i'm gonna do this but there's a lot of lines i'm gonna be like okay bitch calm down (laughs) and like even we'll get to it with the lip sync too like little i mean clearly one but it was like bitch slow down don't use all your tricks
1: well did you watch untucked no she says that she says that where she says at one point she goes I'm going to use every she goes I had stuff that I was going to save if I needed it later on I'm putting everything out there right now and I'm like that's going to bite you in the ass similar to when other queens have had to lip sync a second time and used all the same that's that sends them home because we've already seen this yeah. she's shown everything. it was an amazing lip sync but she's shown us everything that she can do
0: yeah she she went like you didn't she didn't need to go that hard to ki- I mean if you saw Ka- Kamara barely tried yeah. Um, Elliot's voice is a lot. Whoever said that, I mean, her, her, like, it's
1: just like. Because Kamora said that, okay. that her voice was grating.
0: Uh, and then I've said everything else so much afar. Okay, let's go to this, uh, Maxi Challenge shoot here. The Queen's joined Ross Matthews for the shoot of the RuPaul Mark movie shoots. The first one is Team April Fools Rush In. Uh, one of the things we learned there is Ross is a fan of Got Mixed Performance. Okay. Uh mm-hmm. Ross pushes to Misha to be more absurd with her share. whoa, right that was more <laughs> that was more like a Joey from Blossom whoa there whoa yeah, uh, Joey struggled with which camera to look at, and candy pulls big laughs from Ross. What were your thoughts on this April Fool's Russian segment?
1: The thing that I remember most about it was the what was the the share the whoa whoa you know sort of thing that she really did as ridiculous as that was and watching her do that felt a little cringy Mm -hmm. they made it work in a way that it ended up really kind of it it highlighted her in a wonderful wonderful way yeah um i don't remember let's see so i remember joey struggling um as far as you know look look at where she says so she's saying so Ross is saying look at the camera but don't look at the camera but make sure you say this but enunciate your lines and well that's acting that's that's what they have to do and and you're being given direction. So that, you know that that, that, that kind of makes me feel that as much as I enjoy Joey and enjoyed looking at Joey's penis during the break, I feel like we're not going to see Joey very long. I feel Joey's not long for this season because of that. Um who else was in that? That was that was Denali, right? Wasn't that Denali?
0: no 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 No. uh the next one is team god loves flags simone is praised to the surprise of rose oh see you have to put in rose uh i meant rose i'm like who the fuck is rose right by the way happy 99th birthday to betty white we missed that yeah uh simone is praised to the surprise of rose rose almost last week i went and did a find and replace I forgot to do that Mm -hmm. this week. Rosé almost causes Simone to laugh and break character, and Utica and Lala struggle to get through their scene. Uh, Your your thoughts on God Loves Flags? Uh. It's not... You know, to be honest with you, and we're going to get to... It's the Misery Loves Company is where we have the most notes. Uh, For the most part, I'll have more to say when we actually watch them. Yeah, but I can see we're struggling. It's not mean, he for the most part, Ross is Ross. It, and by the way, as a human being, I appreciate this. As a person who recaps shows, I'm like, ugh, Ross. But like, as a per- human being, like he's so <laughs> he's so good with them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he's not pulling this Michelle like one arched eyebrow shit because they 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 stumbled on a word or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually pretty understanding. So as a result, from a television perspective. There's not much to say, you know, right. until, until we get to Misery Loves Company, where Denali constantly trips over her lines. Uh, mm-hmm. Kamora puts on a, a bodysuit, uh, d- puts on full body with like boobs and everything, despite being
1: <laughs> in a green screen <laughs> suit. Which is kind of adorable. It's adorable. <laughs> it's got, it's kind of it's cute. You know what?
0: I don't think it's a bad move to make. We'll come back to that in a second. And then Kamora struggled with emphasizing the correct syllables. Um, your thoughts on this whole Misery Loves Company, uh, filming sit
1: bit. That was painful to watch. It was. That was painful to watch, that she was so in her head that even when you, even when you have Ross saying, say it like this, Mm -hmm. and, and say it with the same lilt and cadence that she couldn't seem to wrap her brain around it. Yeah. Was you kind of knew at that point, well, we know who's gonna be in the bottom too, unless they could really pull it out. And even then when he said, We did it a hundred times and that was the best take. Mm-hmm. You know, it that's just that's just not good. That 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 is the epitome of somebody really truly in their head. Can you do it right now? Do the line right now. The line is I what is rooting for us. Okay. We I was rooting for us. Yeah, I was I, rooting I was for rooting, us. Yeah. See, I want to do it like she did it. Like that's yeah. that's all you know. I was rooting for us. No, no, you're right. That's how you did it. That's right. right. You did it right. She, she did, I was rooting for us.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which uh, I've they, also seen
1: that Tyra Banks video about a million times. So I
0: what I that, love. That yeah, I I saw it first run, and I remember thinking like, she's a crazy bitch. You know. Oh, Tyra Banks.
1: Yeah, Tyra Banks is cuckoo crazy bird. Yeah, well, that is. She is insane
0: you know what's so funny is now she's apologized for that moment and this uh the the queen that you're trying to emulate wrote that book where he talked shit on her what what's his name his name was jay right oh jay manuel yeah, jay manuel <laughs> his, am i the jay manuel, manuel with the, your you, gray you, hair and like that, right here's not metallic though yeah um <laughs> But who was that little fat queen, that little fat Latinx queen that was next to her? Cause during that speech, I wonder if, if she said anything. During that speech, she said, she says in the background, she's right to Tyra. But like, she, she like does like, she's like, uh, Tyra's like, um, hype man. I don't know who she, I don't know if she's spoken out about it. Yeah. When, when, when Tyra oh, does, no, 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 no. There used to be this fat little Latin like fashion guy and he chimes in. He hypes with her on that. I speech. don't
1: remember that. No, can
0: someone put that in Discord so I can prove Taylor wrong and laugh and dance.
1: It's uh, not the question <laughs> <laughs> proving me wrong. I just don't remember it.
0: Little delicious says Noel Maron. No, no, no. That was the British guy, wasn't it? Who I thought was so hot.
1: No, the the British guy was uh, Nigel.
0: Oh, Nigel.
1: Not Nigel something. The one that was the photographer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Nigel Barker. Oh, that
0: okay. Was Nigel so Noel Maybe that was who it is. Noel Marin? Okay. Anyway, he he says in the background. He goes, "She's right." And I was like, "Fuck that guy." Yeah, it's Tyra Banks, crazy person. She is crazy. Oh, I would go on rants like nobody's business in those first early seasons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, but she seemed to keep ratching it up and ratching it up. The crazy. Mm-hmm. Where I mean she took a business course at I remember she took a business course at Harvard and she managed to bring up the fact that she goes, you know, I'm a Harvard graduate. She used to say that in like later seasons, like, no, you took a business course. Oh, Calm really? Down. <sighs> yeah, she would say shit like that where it's, it's she's she's, it, she's just person. sort of insane. She's a crazy person.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um anyway, so the, the, the Kamara was a mess. Oh, what I was gonna say about the drag body underneath is it's a, it even though it came off as cute and weird, it's a safe bet to take because then later, um, Michelle would say, even though they're different this season, though, but I could see like, why are you in boy clothes? This is a drag show. You know, you have to right. always be, you know. And it's like, okay, okay, calm down, Michelle. Even though she, I will say she's not like that this season. It seems like the schlock of gray hair uh <laughs> has made her a calmer person. You know,
1: it seems like it's Much a like concern. Me. It's, it's lack yeah. of gray hair.
0: Yeah. It seems like it's a concerted effort this season to be nicer. They're not as – should we do that with a season where we're just nice?
1: No, because I think there are times that they that the girls deserve to be read. But I – I, you know, that, that's not what people necessarily come here for. I don't want to be vicious about about any of these girls. I'd, I'd It's easier, I think, for us to be vicious about Rue and Michelle – which but is funny because I, I think that because the girls, you know, the the girls kind of know what they're signing off for. But as they all say, they don't really know. Mm-hmm. And you've got Rue in particular. You know, she's the one pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. So I think if that's something big where she's particularly mean or manipulative. I think that we can totally go off on her. You yeah, know, yeah, I get yeah. that you are going off on Candy Muse. But
0: yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, my that because they're nice this season, I was going to reveal my new drag character name by Where? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like and I I was gonna open this scene like, Mother has a heart. <laughs> I was, I almost snapped a the fan there, but I didn't I don't have a fan on me. Mother oh, mother, mother has a heart. Oh God.
1: It's that horrible. Anyway.
0: Uh, it's Elimination Day, and Candy fusses with her train look while Tina and Meg help her. The three of them talk about how they've bonded. Simona reveals that her first time in drag was at her senior prom. And also, Tamisha reveals to the winning queens for the first time that she has... Th- I'm going to call them the A-Squad. Reveals to the A-Squad for the first time that she has three biological kids from the ages of 32 to 35, two of them twins. Tamisha also tells the others that her name is also the name of her eldest daughter. A lot to talk about here, actually. Got Mick, when describing this group, says, Oh, we're the shady queens, right? Or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I was surprised to see Got Mick describe herself that way. Okay. Yeah. Because we haven't seen that. And I'm wondering, it's one of two things. Either she's one of the people who thinks she's shady and she really isn't, it's option uh-huh. A. Or she is, and they're hiding that from us. Because they're trying to build her as, you know, Santa Mick. You know, where
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could they they don't want because you know, as we've seen
0: mm-hmm.
1: in times past, if somebody is getting negative, you know, they're, ta- they're you know, the, the ultimately the producers are taking what they're given mm-hmm. and working with that to help form a narrative. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that they want, after people years, people saying you need trans representation on the show, is to portray the trans contestant as a villain.
0: Mm-hmm. You're right,
1: because that's that's what you're saying, right? Yeah, that's, that's what you. Yeah, like, they, they, they don't want that to be where he's. Yeah, I. I that's a very. That's a very interesting observation on your part i don't think we're gonna see that i don't
0: think we're gonna see that i bet you she's a shady ass queen and we'll hear about it haha at the reunion like oh kiki we did not see it but you guys didn't see it but god make it one shady ass queen right and then they'll probably show it then in a a clip package that's that's done with like happy music about how shady she is right yeah, yeah that's yeah. sort
1: of yeah, silly. Like, oh,
0: ha, ha, how funny she is. And then they come back and they're like, oh, got Mick. But they're not going to show her as a shady queen because she's, because, uh, she, uh, got Mick is a trailblazer. And so they want to per- they want to portray got Mick in the most positive light possibly. Um, yeah.
1: I, my thought was that is not a wagon. You want to hit yours too mm-hmm. with the two of them. I, I just can't, I, 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 it reminded me in some ways of, Alaska Talks, where you felt Alaska at one point going, oh, this might not be, you know, as much as I like these girls, this isn't necessarily something that I want to be a part of, as far as the Mean Girls Club. yeah. So I was hoping that maybe that would be, there There would be a separation at some point.
0: Do you think, Uh, to go on the flip side here, because I want to look at things on different sides here, is, do you think perhaps that there is a kinder side to um candy muse that we're not seeing
1: i mean everybody is is a fully formed person oh, so she, i guess not think that she is a well-rounded individual
0: yeah yeah the form by the way is globe yeah i got the well-rounded part
1: <laughs> all right i was waiting for the waiting for the okay um and that may be where they are showing the arc, mm-hmm. you know, and and I mean, she came in so strong with that personality mm-hmm. that they really, to me, there isn't any place else to go but up. You know, we kind of see, though, where in Untuck she starts shit with Elliot, mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere, where, you know, my husband was saying, why is she doing it doesn't make any sense why she suddenly is saying to Elliot, well, you should have you should have been in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so this might be where maybe she's not <laughs> a nice person and maybe this is who she is. I mean, they've talked, she's talked about the fact that she has a beef with Aja and mm-hmm. that there is this level of superiority that she feels as though that she's has that we haven't necessarily seen yet. But they also keep talking about like on the runway and stuff, they're kind of tearing down her looks and everything that is going along with this. So at some point she's going to break. Candy. I, I can't imagine her not candy is going yeah. to break at some point. And I, you know, that'd be where, you know, maybe that's where we start to see the turn and she starts to listen to critiques and she starts to listen to things and become somebody that we truly grow to love or at the very least like. I don't mm-hmm. like her at this point. She's not a likable person on the show.
0: Yeah, I, I mean I don't I you know I, I try not to follow this season, I'm trying not to follow Reddit as much. I don't want to cloud my opinion in any kind of way. So I don't know what the general like uh, zeitgeist feels about Candy Muse. I don't know her place in the zeitgeist. I don't know is she well loved? Is she is she hated? Is she in, are people indifferent towards her? Is she controversial? And that there's, there's a lot of people who love her. and A lot of people who are, I don't know. I have no idea, and I don't know that I want to mm-hmm. know. Um. Uh. Yeah. So let's move on. Oh, you know, Taylor, oh, no, no, let's talk about uh, Simone's first time in drag at the prom. What were your thoughts on that point?
1: That was a great story. It was. That was a great story that they could have played up for you know, for for the heartache kind of thing. And the fact that it ended with the assistant principal seeing her and saying, go on and have a good time kind Mm -hmm. of thing, just sort of shows the transition of, you know, queens in their 20s for seasons one, two and three, that mm-hmm. story would have ended with, and I was thrown out or I got beat up after the prom or some horrible thing like that. But now mm-hmm. we've seen that the show has been on long enough to where a story like that ends with, it was my first time in drag. I felt confident. I felt amazing. It was the beginning of the, you know, th- this part of my life mm-hmm. it was, was, it was nice to have a story like that mm-hmm. as for the, for the, the makeup moments or the mirror moments. So right. I thought I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was a fantastic story. That
0: was a really really great story, very heartwarming. And again, once again, it's weird. It's something I'm really learning this season because you're seeing such a contrast with it. Whereas there are certain people, uh, I, I I don't want to name them because I'm not sure yet, but so far seem like they're trying to produce their own storylines, which I think is yeah. think Where or like someone like Simone, who seem and Tamisha is another good example too. Where they don't feel like they're trying to produce their own storylines. They're just letting things happen and and thus seem much more authentic. And, yeah. and the things that they say seem so more organic. So, like, in other words, we often criticize that mere moments feel often lately very contrived. But this one felt mm-hmm. very authentic and organic. It, and I think because it came from an authentic place. It didn't feel like – and even if it was, she pulled it off where it didn't feel like, okay, now's the time where I squeeze in the story about my prom. Yeah. You know, Or, Simone, yeah. why do you have your prom picture on your mirror? Oh, this? <laughs> like, oh, this God. whole thing? Yeah, this random <laughs> picture of my prom is for this reason.
1: Uh, Tamisha. Tanisha. I think authentic is a great uh, speaking on Tamisha is a great word to use because Tamisha at this point, it feels like she's got nothing to prove mm-hmm. at this point. She's, yeah. she's doing this because she wants to do it. But this isn't about her overproducing herself or trying to come up with it. She's, she's kind of going into this like, let's see how far I go. Let's see what you know this does for me career wise. And we're not seeing that manipulation just yet. Mm hmm. And it's – so that's why she's fun to watch. Okay.
0: So let's talk about Tamisha's age again.
1: <laughs> I thought of this too last night.
0: On Meet the Queens, she says she's early 40. I don't remember what n- the number is, but like 42 or 43. Uh-huh. Then um, the, ne- the on her episode, I think it's episode three, she says she's 49. Which I like, okay. Uh-huh. She doesn't say an age this time, but saying that she has two – she has a set of twins who are 35, not that it's impossible physically, but we're cutting it really close to the level of believability that she um, – she might be a few years, maybe a couple of years older than she says she is. Like, look, you can certainly father someone at 14. No, that means they were born yeah. when she was 14. I mean, so somewhere between 13 and 14, she fathered a child. Totally plausible. Right, totally possible. But although totally possible, she's still shaving a couple of years off and doesn't want to use the f- the fifty or 51.
1: <laughs> so 40 So
0: yeah, so she's forty nine, you know. But maybe she's actually 50, 51. Yeah. and that would seem yeah. more believable because um, thirteen to fourteen is scandalously young to be a father.
1: And she, and she said, "I had them in high school." Yeah. So I mean that, but that does make sense if maybe we're in our early, that, which is, you know what. God bless her. So that would yeah. be awesome.
0: Yeah, and also she says she's been thir- doing it for thirty years. So like that would make a little bit more sense, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, here we go. Let's go. Right. That would actually. No. You know what? Hold on for
1: a second. Hold on. I was just thinking. She said that she was like in college, she was like nineteen or something, or college when she went the first time to, to a, a gay, gay bar. bar. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's some. We're gonna later find out she's eighty six. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which if that's the case, if she looks like that at eighty six, give her the crown right now.
0: Yeah, because her. all
1: right. Here we go. Now it's time for the looks.
0: All right, Taylor, we're gonna look take a look at the looks now. Now, usually, you know, you're the big looks person, and it's Mm -hmm. always gonna be uh, a thing. But uh, first up, we have Denali. What I'm saying is I'm not gonna be saying that much about the looks. I might call- I mean let me do it. Well, I liked it. Or I didn't like it. In fact, I'll okay. give my reviews right now. I
1: liked them all. All right. Okay, I only had one or two that I didn't like. Um Denali came out in a tropical bird, almost like a parrot type outfit that was all mm-hmm. covered in ostrich feathers, mm-hmm. bright greens and blues mm-hmm. with red highlights. She had amazing Almost like a faux hawk uh, hair that also had blues and reds in it. was looked absolutely beautiful. I loved her makeup with all of the little what almost looked like mini feathers that she had drawn on for her um eyeshadow. Just a great, great look. Uh, Olivia Lux. I liked it. Oh, you said you liked all of them. Okay, I liked right all now, of them.
0: Right? You don't even have to go okay. to me. I liked them. You know what? If there is one where I'm like, I have something to say, I'll say it, but I promise you it'll be less than 10 words.
1: Okay, Olivia Lux came out in an outfit that looked very Baroque, Beethoven, um, Mozart-inspired, holding it looks like a harp. Um, I thought this look was great. The one critique I have is I get what she was trying to do with the hair. I think a wig that felt more of that time or that more of that period would have completely sent this look over the top, but it was a great look. Um, Elliot with two Ts came out in a white lacy bodysuit with a um, tool backing that had a train. Uh, I talked last season about Jaden Dior Fierce coming out when she did the purple look, looking very sheila E. This, to me, looked very sheila E. Romance 1600, A Love Bazaar. Um, I thought she looked great. I thought the hair looked great. It goes very much of the 80s theme that she seems to like. So, Ka- Kamora Hall, oh- my God, this look was incredible. She mm-hmm. came out in a gold dragon-inspired outfit with amazing hair and a fan, a long t- uh, train down the back that looked like dragon scales. Um, my husband, who has who loves dragons, um, was just crazy for this look, and just I, she just looked absolutely exquisite in this. So, Simone came out with her train being attached to a do-rag wearing a Uh, I would say it's probably like a mint green and peach ensemble. This was super clever. Uh, I love the idea of the do-rag being the train. And it just shows how smart Simone is as a queen. And uh, it makes me look forward to seeing more of what she offers this season. Lalari came out in a snakeskin inspired, uh, Looked almost like an overcoat that had a long train with matching face mask, uh, matching headpiece, uh, or head wrap. Everything about this was awesome. Uh, it's very, very pretty. A little plain compared to the other girls, but still she looked amazing. And La La Rhee's makeup is on point. So Utica came out in an outfit that I immediately clocked. And I'm glad that she referenced it for people who weren't aware of this in a Carol Burnett show inspired outfit. Uh, wearing a set of drapes as a dress for antebellum south uh gone with the wind sketch uh utica this was great i feel like this spoke to something rue would have really really enjoyed when she saw it coming out because of rue's age <laughs> yeah and uh just just really really great i think bob mackie Girl. designed the original joke one didn't he yes Yes, because Bob Mackie did all of the costumes for the Carol Burnett show. So, yeah. So we have another Bob Mackie, though. While this isn't a Bob Mackie original, this is definitely Bob Mackie inspired. I feel like the one on the Carol Burnett show had dark green yeah. velvet dress. Yeah. So, but still, I got the reference right away. I think queens of a certain age got the reference right, right away. And those of you who are younger, look up the Carol Burnett show, Went with the Wind. I think that's the name of the skit. And that is, it was, it had this moment on the carol burnett show had i think it was the world record for the longest continuous laugh on a television show for a long time the first time that she came out wearing wearing this particular outfit
0: well don't you think the hold on for a second don't you think you also have to be familiar with what it's making fun of within well, gone with the wind there's a moment where scarlett o'hara doesn't have a nice clothes for something right just she, she so she uses the drapes and she uses the, uh-huh. the fabric from the drapes to to make a nice dress right right and so then they're right. making fun of that on the episode
1: so and then and the, the joke in the carol Burnett show is when rhett butler says to her i love your dress and she says thank you i saw it in the window and i just had to have it so that's Stupid i love the carol Burnett show yes. carol Burnett show is awesome okay so next up is rosé rosé coming out in an 80s blue uh like sort of tuxedo uh outfit with tulle attached to the back with a white faux hawk as well um it was okay i definitely like anything that's 80s but i agree with what michelle said as far as it looks sort of like a tuxedo that she glued tool onto the back of it um that being said rose has released on instagram some a photo shoot she has done with this on top of i believe the empire state building and she does some really cool pictures in that so next up is got who came out wrapped in like pink and blue drapes and had a had a like a leaf blower a bedazzled leaf blower to kind of blow the draped around this was my least favorite of all of the looks i thought it just sort of looked sloppy Mm -hmm. it just it wasn't necessarily my favorite uh tina burner came out in a train inspired train outfit in a light blue and red with red hair and a little conductor's cap and the back of the train um on the back of her dress looked like a looked like train tracks uh, clever. I definitely, I, I liked it. There was something about it though, that I feel like it didn't necessarily accentuate all the best parts of her. Not that there's a lot. Um, it looked bulky to me, but whatever. Um, Joey J came out in an S and M inspired outfit where her train was a pierced tongue. As much as I love Joey J, and apparently now I like her penis as well, I was not a fan of this look either. It looked very bulky and heavy to me, Uh, though I did like the idea of the tongue. It was sort of inspired, but it looked, it had a little bit of a crafty look to it. So. Um, Next up is Candy Muse. Candy came out in a red velvet mess um, that looked like it was just sort of glued together with undergarments appearing on the sides. Um, and I was not a fan of the hair or the makeup, and it just looked sloppy to me. so not my favorite. Finally was Tamisha Iman, who came out in a similar outfit to Joey J, but it was a hot pink that was put together um look she looked beautiful she had a large flower um ornament in her hair and just looked incredible this felt very old school drag to me um in all the best ways uh just very very pretty so and those are the looks for everybody
0: someone wanted me to talk about candy muse's outfit i'm gonna be honest with you and i mean i don't notice these things i'm gonna look at it again i don't remember hating it that much oh wait now that i see the side there yeah, yeah um, but look, I'm a fat pig <laughs> and uh, it's hard to look good at when you're a fat pig.
1: No, that's not true. I I, I disagree with that. There, there are, if you think that you are as amazing as you are, there are things that you can wear that accentuate the best parts and hide a myriad of sins. There there are things that she could have worn that I think would have where we could have just as easily turned around and I could have said she looks beautiful. I'm sure at some point she will wear something that I will say she looked amazing in. I feel like there were, you know, you, you look at another plus-size girl, the first one that comes to mind is Darian Lake. Darian had some outfits that were beautiful that I really really liked that hid parts of her that necessarily don't aren't the best looks. She also wore outfits that were not great for Darian's size. I, I, I respectfully disagree with that. This outfit was a mess. Thank you. What are we going to do next week,
0: by the way, when there's like 36 or 39 looks? Oh,
1: I can't wait. I can't wait for the looks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the ball episode. I might need to get like, I'll be here.
0: But I might need to get, like, a substitute host who likes to talk to you while I sit here and play, uh, you know, a video Animal game on my phone or something like that. Yeah, Animal Crossing. I do, you know, I do my rival show <laughs> at the same time. That's when I'll do my episode of, uh, of uh, The Weekend Geek or something like that. Right. Uh, I don't know what to think or something. No. Um, I love that in, in the Discord, let's get this roast to cooking. Wrote, I love the balls, unironically.
1: <laughs> I I enjoy the balls, too. Mm-hmm. And I like next week's episode.
0: Yeah. Oh, there it is. Anyway, the, those are... The looks. looks. All righty. Uh, okay, now we go right into the Maxi Challenge uh, presentation where they showed um, each of them... I, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to give you my thoughts right now very easily. Team Misery Loves Company... Wait, which which is the is is April is, is which is the April Fool's
1: Russian? Is that the one with, um, April Fool's Russian is the one with uh, Gotmik, where Gotmik looks like when uh, oh, yeah. Acid Betty did Nancy Grace.
0: <laughs> okay, that's the that's the only one that's halfway decent. The other two are horrible. Okay.
1: They're no. Off- yes. Well. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. But- now,
0: by the way. Okay. By the way, hold on for a second. Hold, please hold. For those of you who are already like freaking out, seventy percent of the blame is on the writing of these sketches. They're horrible. And World Absolutely. of Wonder. Yeah. The and I got some inside tea. I don't know if you know this. In, in the off season, I got some inside tea that a lot of the staff at World of Wonder, agree that it's awful. But there's one guy who's in charge of writing these things. I don't remember his name. Right? And he's Mm -hmm. some old queen, and he thinks they're fucking hilarious. You know? And he's a big uppity up at this show. And so he writes them. He thinks they're fucking hilarious. (laughs) yeah. And maybe RuPaul thinks they're funny too. They're awful. They're Awful, 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 awful. and he thinks they're super funny and there's nothing anyone can do about it. You know what this remi- Saturday Night Live has the same problem. And there's that one there's one guy I can't remember his name who he's in charge of all the political sketches- uh-huh. and that's his baby and no one else can write them. and he's been doing it for forty years. like he's literally like one of the original writers or something like that. he's been there for, like thirty years or something and it's his thing, his baby. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing here. So it's until this old queen dies, or I don't know what happens, or goes to Palm Springs and retires, uh, they're just going to be these awful, awful, awful star booty type sketches. So, so I'm not blaming the queens on this. Most of them, most of it is uh, this this writer guy. Okay. Um. But but the only one that I thought was good was April Fool's Rush. In. was actually the, even the concept is kind of funny because that was actually a real sort of funny take on these Hallmark movies in that it's like it's April Fool's Day and the, 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 they own a prank shop, which I was <laughs> like that's kind of funny because a lot of these April Fool's movies are like that. But go ahead, Taylor, what were you gonna say?
1: Uh, I, I think that there were there were pluses and minuses in every one. Yeah. Um, I mean Simone just kind of blew everybody out of the park. Yeah. With how funny she was, and the use of the word "factory," mm-hmm. and and some of the things, that the little nuances that she gave to a, a a very generic character to make her somebody that you 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 enjoyed watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, as much as they tried to make it look like Tamisha was going to bomb, I mean, mm-hmm. Tamisha was the one of the funniest parts of the of the sketch.
0: There's a way to bomb she, and do it well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think and I think we've seen that before with uh, Vanji. Mm-hmm. I feel Vanji had a couple of, of skits that she did where she was not very good, particularly the one, the, you know, get out girl uh, where she was, you know, hello, 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 where she was. Oh, the, yeah, the, yeah.
0: The, I'm not a cool dad. I'm not a normal dad. I'm a cool dad.
1: Yeah. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah that one i feel like there, there's moments like that and this was definitely you know mm-hmm. i i'm just really loving tamisha i think tamisha is just I, I i want to see her do really well and i hope that she does really well
0: mm-hmm. uh yeah but, but so apart from that and the other sketches so some of the queens were weaker than others you know um i don't think it's, it's worth harping on i have it in my notes i could go look you know but it was like if you're either an actor or not, you're an actor, you're not an actress. Like for instance, uh, and how do you really prep for that is another question. Because next week we're going to see, you know, you're, you're, you're heaping a lot of praise on Simone this week, but next week as it's been teased, she's going to say, I don't know how to sew. Yeah. And you're like, well, bitch, what this, we're in season 13. Yeah. And you're friends with Gigi. Good. How are you not knowing you have to sew? Get some lessons from Gigi. Good.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, well, but that, but that, I, uh, I, I almost think that needs to be on the one hand. I get where I feel like that needs to be a requirement for the show to know how to sew. But on the other hand, I get why they, they have girls on the show that don't know how to sew because then it makes for drama.
0: Well, not only that, is it, is it, is, it, is it, never I don't know how to sew, but I imagine it's a skill that you have to spend a lot of time on and learn. And, it's a skill that, like, you just deal with it because it's like, am I going to take the time it takes to learn how to sew for, you know, let's be honest, the show hasn't been as sew as it has been in the earlier years. So, like, there's maybe one challenge where you have to sew now. I mean, it's not often you have to sew on that show anymore. So, and also it could be she's setting expectations where she does know a little bit about sewing and then she wows us on the runway tomorrow.
1: And next week. We'll yeah, see. I mean, that could, that could be it, too. I mean, because, again, they show a picture of RuPaul looking upset when she said that in the, in the trailer for next mm-hmm. week's show, mm-hmm. whereas that, that clearly could be attached to something else that somebody else says. Yeah. You know, the mm-hmm. bait and switch.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see here. So, I mean, I don't really have much to say about the, the final products. I mean, it's mostly about selling these um, – It's it's weird. There were some people who were really good. I want to say the standouts. The standouts were Rose was very good. Um, Tina Burner was good, right? Uh, Yeah. Well, look, she she did the job. She did it over the drag. Like the ones who said they could act were good. Denali was horrible. This um, Kamora was horrible. You know, uh who else is horrible? I have it right here. I'm not, you're making me pull up my notes.
1: Got Mick. I thought Got Mick was horrible.
0: Oh really? I think people like Mick yeah. a lot. They, thought, they 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 saw a lot of her pulling some um, um what is the name uh what's her name from Adam's Family Values? They was Oh, Joan Cusack? Yeah, they saw a lot of Joan Cusack in her. In fact, doesn't your Ross say that?
1: Yeah, no, Ross said that on the show.
0: Um. Uh, okay. I. I Denali. Awful. Elliot. Awful. Kamora. Awful. The writing is awful. Lala. <laughs> Re. Awful. Utica. Yeah. Awful.
1: Oh no, they weren't good. They were I mean, you know, Simone and Rose it's a flower. Go, you know, Simone is like a flower in a pile of shit. I yeah. mean, it's 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 just where the rest of it, or everything around her, was not. They're not good.
0: But like I said, though, the scripts are horrible. This, it's, I don't yeah. totally blame them.
1: You can you only start. work with so much with what you got.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're horrible. They're horrible scripts. Anyway. Uh, alright, and on the main stage, RuPaul Christens, Elliot, Olivia, Utica, Joey, Gottmik, Tina, and Tamisha as safe. The top queens of the week are Rosé, Candy, Simone, and La La leaving Denali and Kamora Hall in the bottom two to lip sync for their lives. The song, 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters. After all was said oh. and done, Denali lived to see another day while Kamora was asked to sachet away. Taylor the Latte Boy, any final thoughts on the episode?
1: 100% pure love is gay Twinkie Taylor at his prime mm-hmm. at tracks in Tampa, walking around, dancing to that song. I loved that song. That song came out right around the time that I came out, which is terrifying because that song is almost 30 years old. Mm-hmm. So that in itself is very like, uh, but, um, it, it was, it, it, I thought the lip sync was, incredible it was clear from the beginning who was going to win mm-hmm. you know there, I mean just you know Kamara having to wear a dress like that to a song that is all about just dancing and moving and she was so restricted in that there was no way mm-hmm. she was going to be able to do anything yeah. um, and you know I mean even to the point of where they didn't even do the dramatic music the song stopped and <laughs> RuPaul was immediately like you know th- that was fun just, clearly you stay kind of yeah. thing um, and that I mean could you can tell ed- at the end
0: in fairness, that could be an editing thing and they were short on time, but go ahead.
1: Uh, yeah, but, I mean, they, th- there was there was not going to be any sort of drama to that. No. Um, uh, you know, hopefully. Okay, so here's the thing. Clearly, I have a theory. Yeah. Not clearly I have a theory, but I have a theory.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That they're bringing girls back at some point. And I think that they're going to bring girls back for the makeover challenge. Mm-hmm. That's what makes sense to me. Because last week, during the confessionals, this whole time they've been showing Kamora without eyebrows. one of the confessionals she had eyebrows where her eyebrows had started to grow back, which means that she's still she's still doing interviews at some point and I figured they'll bring her back for an interview where she is she's part of a makeover because I can't imagine her being strong enough for where they would bring her back to Continue doing things. So that is that is my theory that that's what's going to happen. Okay,
0: very good. Um, I have a question for you. Someone brought this up. I don't know if it was on Reddit or if it was on Discord. I don't know. Any, I don't know things anymore, Taylor. Hmm. But taking a look, cause, you know, we just saw Kamora Hall go away. She left. It. She's left the building, right? Yeah. And, but what, based on, let's go last week with what you saw with how she was doing her makeup and she wasn't ready in time and blah, 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 and just a lot of what you're seeing, if you take her in total, and, um, we all know you're the author of the award-winning book, Tap, 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 um, a study in (laughs) obsessive compulsive disorder by Taylor (laughs) Lilante Boy, DDS, and do you see obsessive compulsive tendencies in Kamora Hall? no how so well just how she was with the man she has to have a certain process and and she couldn't even shorten it for the runway that week even though she seemed fine this week but that she had trouble Well,
1: okay and i saw a i saw um on instagram that that was some shady editing because when they show her running around in a panic where it looked like everybody else was gone she had on the dark lips that she wore for the night look versus the day look. Interesting. So I don't know that that was quite as much as we talked about that. There's no way they're leaving one girl behind to walk mm. across a studio by herself and all that kind of thing. That seems like that was a editing on her part. That might just be where she just doesn't, I don't know that it's OCD versus time management skills, or maybe she assumed that they give them, Mm-hmm. Much longer than they actually, than you know, yeah, than they actually need. And she maybe thought, okay, well, it normally takes me five hours, but I could probably do it in maybe two and a half. Yeah, and then they said you got an hour. Mm-hmm. That I think that could have set anybody into a, a sense of panic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see OCD with her.
0: I know we touched on this earlier too. Don't you think much? It, she's going to pay for it later, but Denali essentially went too hard on this lip sync uh like i appreciate it was a good lip sync but she went so hard that it was and we talked about it she may have used up all the tricks in her bag and i know we've talked about this but like
1: yeah no i think i think that she did um and but there was still something where she gave us an amazing i mean that will that will go down in in the ages. Oh, you think so? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, just as fun as it was and the energy and there was a control to it. Plus that is the type of song that you just go balls out for, Mm -hmm. you know, 100% pure love is just one of those that you do that for. So I can appreciate that. Um, You know, when you compare that to, You know, the one who kind of went crazy and went nuts last year was when Jan lip synced Mm -hmm. to the uh, Shaka Khan song and was doing like weird backflips and doing all these, like there was, it was, there was no control to that. This was, I'm going to throw everything I have at it. And there's nothing, there's no order to it. There's no like, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, it felt more like there was a sense of control. But yes, if she used all of the tools she's already has in her Mm -hmm. book, Mm -hmm. the next time she has to lip sync, hopefully it's just something where she she can come up with a different way to interpret the song or something yeah. to where you know you know maybe she'll get a you make me feel like a natural woman kind of thing like mm-hmm. like Latrice had the one year and you know when you compare that to Kenya Michaels flipping around and everything mm-hmm. um hopefully we'll see something different of Denali oh. i i was here for the lip sync i completely loved it um but i also thought you know there's not that many other things you could do to your body at this point that would you know keep you here for a second lip sync. And when she says in Untucked, I'm just gonna th- I I have I have every, I'm just gonna throw every trick I have. To but make why sure that was I she thinking
0: here. that? Because she knew she was going up against Kamara, who has the personality of
1: lint. You know, like. But, I, but at that point, I think that they were, you know, th- that's 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 running on emotion. That's not that's not thinking at that point. That yeah. that's just sort of like you know. I I, the, the, I feel like the – I feel like whatever it is that I'm cooking isn't coming out the way I wanted to, so I start panicking and throwing a bunch of different spices in and maybe things don't necessarily work that way they're supposed to. And this worked for her, but I have a feeling in the future it may not work as – may not work as now,
0: well. Now, I've seen in previous
1: seasons
0: that girls who think they're going to lip sync change outfits or, or fuss with their outfits so they can – so they don't have the problem that Kamora had. In the in the in the confessional during the lifting, Kamar's like, "Well, I was wearing this outfit." I'm like, "You could have
1: changed the outfit." I don't think they do in I, they do in All Stars. Oh. I don't know if they change during during a regular season. Interesting.
0: Okay. All right. You yeah. could be right. You could be right. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of RuPaul. Did I miss anything? Are you done? No. That's it. That's it. Uh, That's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as Taylor the Latte Boy and I discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. So, for Taylor the Latte Boy and myself,
1: sashay away until next week.
0: Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Have something to say? Email us at recap at afterthought.media For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us over at Patreon at patreon.com afterthoughtmedia You can follow Tanner the Latte Boy on Instagram and Twitter at P-I-M-C Taylor. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.